Welcome to Daily Dose of Boss Podcast, where we speak to various founders, CEOs, entrepreneurs about their life and journey in business. Come join us as they inspire the next generation of entrepreneurs. Mike Lawson, he's the co-founder and brand strategist of Brainstorm Africa. He's on a mission to create unforgettable brands as he helps funded startups develop the direction and personality of their brands. Jason, so nice to, for you to have me on. Um, I'm privileged to be part of your podcast. Like, I'm super excited about this project. And so, thank you for inviting me on. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I really do appreciate it. I know you're quite, quite a busy man. Um, so, well, we'll get straight into it. And um, I know one of your your main babies or your main projects is Brainstorm Africa. So, if you can just talk to me about Brainstorm Africa, who you are, when you started and what's your vision? Awesome. So um, in case you're listening to this and you have no idea who I am, um, I'm Michael Lawson and I like to call myself an outspoken listener. Um, that's kind of like my personality. People feel like I listen. Some people feel like I'm always listening, but they are surprised that I can also speak when given the mic. Yeah. So it's like <laughs> it just leads into my whole and personality and primarily what i do for a living is i work as the brand strategist at brainstorm africa and it's, it's primarily a branding a branding agency we do a lot of brand strategy it's a brand identity design and actually looking at ways to grow startups tech startups in particular and scale helping them scale quickly and reach their target audiences so that's like our niche that's what we do mm-hmm. and yeah okay and so have you always been um into branding and strategy and marketing no so um i i don't know if you know this but i actually started out with by doing design so i used to do a lot of design um that's actually even how nana and i like my co-founder um met so i was a like i was learning how to do design like self-taught whilst i was in college and he Honest, like had jobs like he he knew people he was the outspoken guy at the time and i was the creative always in my room just um grinding finding out what photoshop does and making things and he was like oh mike i have this project and this person needs a logo they need this they need can you do it and i was like oh yeah i can no biggie and so he said sure he will take a cut and he'll give me the rest and when we did that and the client was happy then it was like this whole light bulb moment. He was like, oh, this one, I can easily get more people. We go for cash out. Like he kept yeah. saying that, oh, like there are more opportunities to do work. And so I actually started out with design. So I was, I got to a point where um, we then realized that it goes beyond the design. It goes beyond how fancy it looks, how nice the paint, the logo is or the colors you choose. There's a lot more that goes behind it. And so so then that's when it took me on this path to learning strategy, marketing, business, and actually understanding and coupling that with uni, which I was doing, um, I was actually doing business administration. So like it just tied in really nicely. And at the end of the day, we're running this branding strategy company. Okay. Okay. That's great. And so... Uh, one thing I wanted to ask was the name, the name Brainstorm Africa. It could, mm-hmm. You could have chosen anything. You could have said, you could have said Brainstorm Takrade, Brainstorm 
<laughs> Cape Town, Brainstorm UK. Why Brainstorm Africa? What, what is the, the thinking behind that, the creativity behind that? Awesome. So I think that's a really good question. I rarely tell this story, but um, not for any reason, but because people rarely ask. But so we had this lead. So we had this business that wanted to work with us. And before Brainstorm Africa, it was literally just Nanayao and Michael. Like, hey. just freelancers. <laughs> it wasn't even, we didn't even have a name. Like, they just reach okay. out to Nanayao and be like, oh, yeah, I can do this for you. It'll cost you something. And then yeah. we say, yeah, cool. Then we got the chance to work with an actually established company. Mm-hmm. And they needed proof that we more or less, like, we're serious. You know, like that thing. You can't just hand over money to someone who says you can do it no they actually needed a company mm-hmm. so then i remember very well that day nana called me and he was like charlie mike these people said they need a company whatever whatever um what should we do and i was like oh then let's form something right now right now right now and see what we can do <laughs> so you'd like round the call and then we just started like throwing words around and literally, like, literally brainstorming <laughs> literally like on the call <laughs> like we didn't even <laughs> We didn't even do any strat. Not like I'm not even. I can't like. I can't like. It, it, it literally just was a brainstorming session, just yeah. pulling it together. And then we came out brainstorm, and we're like, I think we first said brainstorm Ghana, and we're like, nah, let's increase it. <laughs> let's take it beyond Ghana. And I was like, yeah, okay, yeah. let's try it. Let's try it. And we said brainstorm Africa. We did some rough something a really rough logo. It was later we did the whole rebrand and everything, but we had a really rough logo just to show them that we were packaged in a way and yeah even we did get the job and all but that was like kind of how we were forced to move from freelance to somewhat of an agency yeah and i think um i i resonate as well especially with or i can relate especially with um the part where you mentioned you were you were approached by one company and it's like okay they need a proper company to work with it can't be some two by four people that they're working with and um would you say that they are they are the one of your clients that kind of kind of tip the scale to kind of start start things going um or would you say i mean what what experience what point would you say brainstorm kind of took off i think brainstorm took off um in 2020 okay. um, I would say that because um, we were doing okay. We were um, slowly um, five figures. We were doing five figures gross mm-hmm. um, before 20, like 2018, 2019, 2020. And then the pandemic happened. And then oh. we lost all the clients. So we lost all our clients. And it was left for one or two. But it wasn't sustaining the biz. So we had to mm-hmm. cut a lot of expenses and just relax. So we literally had to like go back to the drawing board and say what do we have to do so yeah. then when we started the whole i like to call it the phase two so when okay. we started the whole phase two of new strategies new ways to which we could put ourselves out there like things took off like the attention blew up and um, we started getting higher quality leads international clients and um, it just started like taking off from there and so then last last night i was even talking with someone and i was like if this COVID didn't happen, I don't think I would be in business today. Like, I genuinely feel like, I feel like I would have fallen off really Mm. quick. And I know it's kind of insensitive because of how COVID, like, it's literally a pandemic. But the plus is that it it helped us to reposition our business in its entirety and 
take it to the next level so there were some wins there so i could say 2020 probably after summer was when things decided to take off for brainstorm okay okay that's great and so um how many how many people do you currently have uh, on your team nice so on the team currently we're literally um it's just four people on payroll okay it's literally just four people on payroll but we do work with a lot of um freelancers and other agencies yeah it's contractual and it's just a fluid agency model just to help us keep our overheads low um just so that when a job comes and then we can hire out the best of the best to deliver whatever strategy we come up with okay and um i think one thing that stands about stands out for me about you um is your instagram page so let's talk a bit about that and talk about where it all started from i love the theme i love the um the the mind behind it in terms of education um and so if anyone's listening you can go and check it out what's the handle again yeah it's the like the mike lawson t-h-e mike m-i-k-e and then lawson l-a-w-s okay yeah okay so did you start off with the number of followers you had now or i mean were you have you always been famous like what's what's (laughs) behind that (laughs) i think i think prior to um me actually starting to do content um, edu- value-based educational content on my personal page i was i won't say popular but i mean i i had a decent for i had a, i think about a thousand followers i think at the time oh, and they were okay. mostly just friends and family from high school okay and mutuals it was literally like people i just hang out with you know like all over the all over the world but then the change happened and i decided to do the whole educational bit which of course was pushed like i was I was thinking of it, thinking of it, I was flirting with the idea. And then um, my mentor, um, Chris Do, literally just pushed me and said, you, why aren't you doing this? And so do it. <laughs> so it was literally like, do it and see what happens. And I started that. And trust, like prior to me even posting on Instagram and the likes, I wasn't mm-hmm. using my Instagram. Like I was not, I was not active on social media. Um, I wasn't, oh, I really... Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't posting pictures. Like I, I'm not like someone who goes out to take pictures all the time yeah. and always have something to consistently post on. So I, I think my previous post from then was in 2019 and I made the okay. shift in 2020. So it had been a year since I had made the last post. Okay. And I was like, why? <laughs> like why am I sitting on all this well experiences I'm going through and things I'm learning? that could actually really benefit somebody else. And I know it was it's weird. Um, there were so many people who felt like, oh, why am I doing this? Um, don't you want to be a normal guy? Um, mm. post so normal so did you use your like same page normal. from the beginning? Did you use your same uh, the IG page, let's say with a thousand followers, to just, like maybe you archived all the posts and just started doing actual content, like educational content? So the pictures are still there. If you scroll to the okay. very bottom, you'll see you see the whole shift, like you see the shift, like you see oh, me okay. being really normal. Yeah, um, I think there are like three or four or five posts of me just being a normal like guy <laughs> in uni. Yeah, oh no, it's it's not normal guy, but I get what you mean. You know, yeah. But per se, it's it's me me being caught out that I haven't checked out your page properly. 
<laughs> oh, that's okay. That's like 300 or 200 pulls down. Oh, I can't give you that. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. That's not a startup. That's all right. Yeah. Okay. And you mentioned um, you mentioned your mentor, Christo. Um, how did you get in contact with him? Um, how is it like being a mentee um, under him and everything? And what have you kind of most learned from him? Awesome. So um, I don't remember the exact day or exact time I met his content. Like it was his content that I found. I don't remember if it was on Instagram or YouTube, but he runs this educational um, design firm. Um, they used to be a branding agency um, a few years ago. Like they've been doing it for 20 years. And in 2018, they like from 2014 to 2018, they were flirting with their educational big based content and just teaching people and it took their business to the next level but he himself is a he's a teacher and he actually likes to teach he has this whole mission of um, teaching one billion people how to make a living doing what they love and so in 2018 he made the complete shift to um doing educational based content so that's literally all he does he does courses he runs workshops um, he does public speaking gigs. He has a whole team doing that and churning out content. So his YouTube is banging. Like I think they have almost 2 million subscribers now and they are super engaged. It's like a whole cult, the future. And I'm sure many um, graphic designers and um, people, I don't know if you know him. I don't know if you know the, about the future. Um, I've heard of it, but I, I know more of Christo himself. Yeah. Yeah. The future is like, it's a really good YouTube, like, it was a really good YouTube. It was a good YouTube channel. Um, I spent majority of 2020 and even 2019 consuming it. Like I used to fall asleep to their podcast. I used to fall asleep to the videos. Like I could literally binge so many of them and they teach practical things like how to handle sales calls and brand strategy. Like they have these whole um, objections. It's really educative and it's for free. And he does this at scale. So that's how I first came into contact with him. But they have this um, inner community. I think it's like $150 a month. And yeah. so I made that investment last year around this time. And it was just to more or less like connect with more people in the industry and improve, like check my blind spots, have that whole accountability. And you have direct access to Chris because he comes on twice a month or many times a month actually to host calls you can Mm-hmm. asking questions and all so it's literally like a mentoring session with him and trust like it changed the trajectory of my business and it still is mm. right it still is and it still really is and so i think in, in in itself wherever you are and you're listening to this i feel like there are people out there who are doing exactly what you want to do and i have many mentors i'm not even like i have several i have learned from oh, so many be people. honest and open definitely yeah, I've learned with many of them. Um, I've read so many books. I've taken so many courses from amazing guys in the industry. Like, I don't yeah. even know Sabi Subi. No. Um, all these. I mean, oh, you should know Sabi Subi. You're like digital marketing expert. He's crazy. Oh, okay. Um, Maybe I've seen him around. I'll double check him out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you've heard of this book, Sell Like Crazy. Sell Like Crazy. Sell Like Crazy. Rings a bell. Rings a bell. Oh, oh, I wish I could. I wish I could. Oh, if, you, if you just Google it, sell like crazy, you see it and you'll be spammed by ads, but he's crazy. Like he has built this whole um, amazing digital marketing firm in 
Australia. Australia. He did it from his bedroom. So mm-hmm. he talks about it all the time. I learned all his, like, literally went deep into um, how he thinks, how he goes about sales, and how he does implement the same results for his clients. And Sell Like Crazy is, is a thick book. It's like, two, if it's 200 pages and it's free, it's actually a free book. <laughs> so you only pay for shipping. I think. Yeah. So I went deep. I've gone deep into so many people's theories and all. And I think it's really fundamental. That's what's helped me and is helping me grow this biz right from Accra in Ghana. Yeah. And I do know it's, it's very extreme. It's not what many people are doing. And sometimes people say, Mike, like, why are you so consistent with your Instagram? Why are you always putting yourself out there? Why are you always reading, taking yeah. courses? It's like, I'm always doing something, right? And I know, I just know this because um, it's the same thing Chris said to me when I was contemplating on whether to do it or not. Yeah. He said, um, if you want extraordinary results, you have to do extraordinary things. And you don't have to follow what everybody's doing. And trust, everybody's literally doing the same thing. Instagram, just posting nice pictures. Yeah. But then there's a whole really small community of people who are actually leading with value. It could be in any way. Um, I use the carousel sliders because um, I have um, a background in design. Okay. Some people are good with video. And so they crush it with reels. Like yeah. Instagram is like it's killing it. Yeah. If you're yeah. good with voice, you could explode on Twitter spaces. Like mm. there are so many ways you could put in your value. Yeah. Um, but I'm leaning into my strengths. I'm good with design. And so um, coming up with the carousels, doing them, I can spit them out in like 30 minutes. It's not okay. any problem for me. So I just did that shift. And yes, it was scary. It still is sometimes. I still feel weird sometimes. But forget all about it and just focus on what exactly I want. Yeah. Um, I was just looking up um, so like crazy. You know something, funny enough, I know King Kong, his agency, mm-hmm. but I didn't know him. So I was just like, who's this guy? But I know King Kong. I was like, oh, I know King Kong. You know, they they set up a few uh, funnels really? and that type of thing. So I was like, ah, but I don't know this guy. So I, yeah, I know I know of his agency. I didn't know of him personally. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I'll definitely look into that. But yeah, so um, I wanted to ask as well about because you've not only got clientele in Ghana or in Africa, you've also got clientele um, internationally as well, right? Um, mm-hmm. How was it like having your first international client? Um, was it a celebration? Was it like, oh, we've made it? Um, like, what was the feeling in the team in, within yourself? Um, and do you feel... Yeah, let's, let's, talk, let's talk about that first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, first things first... Um, it was a win. Like I, we literally celebrated that. It was the very first um, international client we had was, it wasn't really a big project, but the fact that it was international and they were paying us in a currency that's obviously going to be like six times or seven times what we would charge in Ghana. So the profit margins were huge. Huge, yeah. It was amazing, right? And it was, it just felt like, wow, we've hit the jackpot. We've, um, it was a really nice feeling. I'm not even like. And imagine yeah. if you're based in Ghana, we all know how the Ghana CD is performing, and then you are earning pounds. Yeah. Obvious, you'd be happy. You'd 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 build up enough business runway to last you for enough. You can experiment. You can um, do other things. You know, can afford to do other things. And so it was a really good feeling. And trust, the only reason that person reached out was because of all the content we put out. 
um, on Instagram, on LinkedIn, all of them that always reach out to me to do business, whether they are based in South Africa, in Berlin, the internet makes it easy. But I think putting out content and sharing what I know just made it easier for them to find me than the competition. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So that's like the whole dynamic behind it. And so, yeah. Okay. That's nice. And um, you touched a bit on where, where, you, where your clients come from. Um, recently, your LinkedIn has been disturbed, has been disturbing my, my feed. Like, <laughs> I'll literally see black closer, did it? And then I'll go to the comments and say, send me these um, sliders. How do you do these sliders? You need to teach me how to do these sliders. Mm -hmm. da, 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 da. And then, and I'm like, uh, I was like, Mike, tell it like, what's happening? Like, tell it, what's the source? What's the, what's the ingredient? Like, what's happening? Like, I mean, what, I mean, can you tell us on daily DBB, like, tell us what is, um, what is your drive like what is your secret you're driving your secret behind these sliders because we need to know we need to know <laughs> <laughs> so i i don't know i don't know why people seem to be because i feel like i got lazy with them that's genuinely how i feel because okay if you go to like even if you scroll to the bottom at instagram and linkedin will be hard to scroll but instagram because it's in a tile like it's in a tile if you scroll to the very beginning and look at the kinds of designs I was doing for the very first batch of carousels. Like those were intense. Like I used to do photo shoots where I would literally be pointing in the air and posing and I'll be Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know this type of ones. Yeah, yeah. It's like exactly. you pose like this, you pose that. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. All of that and use them for nice covers. And the designs were so mad. Like it was crazy. Like I know for a fact that it was crazy. But when business got tight then i need i knew i knew i needed to improve other things so like i had to improve well how i'll actually write and and i realized that with the sliders it's not even the design that matters because my recent post on linkedin has over fifty-five thousand views wow and there's literally no image in it it's literally just black and white um sliders with text just talking about I think I was talking about my biggest mistake last year, which was overreading yeah. or overthinking. Yeah. That post took off. Like it has over 900 reactions and things. Reactions. And, and I know for a fact that it wasn't, it's not a one time thing. Yes. Yeah. It may be recently that a lot of people have been seeing it, but I've been posting on LinkedIn for almost a year now. You know, like I have. It's an annoying thing, isn't it? <laughs> it it's, it's, it's crazy. Like I've, at the beginning, I used to post. And this is the same things I post on Instagram. And it's the same things I post on Instagram, I post on LinkedIn. Mm. And I don't give too much thought to my LinkedIn content, maybe just the caption and the replies and just the comments. But over time, the consistency has led to the algorithm just trusting what I put out there. And so when I put out a piece of content over time, the average just keeps going up. And that's how all these platforms work. Instagram. Yeah. Twitter, they reward you for creating content on the platform. Mm -hmm. The more consistent you are, the more I'm sure you even see it with um the podcast with this. Because the more consistent you are, the more it will keep showing you up to people, plugging you at certain places. Yeah. Because you are literally feeding them free content. And so yeah. LinkedIn is literally like it's is blowing up my post now. And sometimes I even like I'm I feel like ah, well, I, I haven't done anything. 
<laughs> like I haven't. Like I literally just post the same thing. I go to bed, I come back, and then there's 30,000 views, 50 comments. And I'm like, ah, what happened? And you know, so I have to then go through and reply. But for the sliders, for the carousels, um, all I, all I just know is that it's just the writing. Over time, I know my writing has improved. And okay. I have been able to um, know what works, what doesn't work. I know yeah. the posts that will do really well with reach. I know the ones that will do really well with comments. I know the ones that will do really well with saves. Um, over time, you just get better, but you have to just keep creating. Whether it's with videos or anything, you just have to keep spitting yeah. things out. Okay. And um, as you mentioned, algorithms and platforms, do you have a favorite like social media platform that you love to like work on or, or like post on? So I have, I love Twitter. I don't even lie. Like I spend the majority of my time on there. Um, I'm sure many of you would know um, like the Mike Lawson year school. I have a personal Twitter. I don't lie to you. I have a personal Twitter where I do. I've seen time. it. I don't, I don't <laughs> see it. But I wasn't going to bring it up. You brought it up. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. You can find it and follow me. Um, okay. It's really like a personal. I've had it for like since 2011 or 2012. Oh, like, okay. Cool, cool. For banter, football, laughs, fooling. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. just that. And I have one that's like business. I okay. love that. I love Twitter so much. So I'm always there. Like my screen time is always telling me like I'm always there and <laughs> like I, I can't be bothered much. But when yeah. it comes to like business and content creation, surprisingly, even though the algorithm is hating me and is, is, is seriously like plummeting my growth on there, I still love mm -hmm. Instagram very much. Okay. Um, Interesting. Yeah, because I feel like Instagram allows me to connect with people in various ways. Like, because mm -hmm. one, I like stories a lot. Um, I like some, I used to do a lot of lives. These days I've cooled down, but I'll pick it up again soon. Okay. Um, showing up um, as in your videos with reels, in the DMs, everything just feels so like open to have people connect with you. And so, like, I literally post a story about anything and then I can easily get 15 DMs of people just either laughing or replying or replying to, engaging. Yeah. And people will say, well, you are, but you're crashing on LinkedIn. Like, your LinkedIn is getting 50,000 views per yeah, post. Yeah, I was thinking that as well, to be honest. Mm -hmm. So it's like, why would you, why do you, don't you like LinkedIn? Because LinkedIn is, it's, I feel like it's robotic. Like, in as much as yes, um, I'm putting really nice sliders and um, awesome captions. I'm bringing my personality into the comment section and all. I still feel like there's this. I feel like I'm in a box in there. Yeah, yeah. Even though yes, like I have got clients from there and I love them so much, but the platform in itself is just really clunky. It feels it's like rigid. Exactly rigid. It feels like you have to be. Um, in a like in a certain light every time you get there like i can literally go on my instagram and take a picture of the food i'm eating right now on my put on yes my of course on linkedin i i don't know where i can do that i mean they started with Insta, um, linkedin stories but nobody was using it because of the platform being too clunky so yeah. they had to take yeah. it off yeah. and so yes linkedin is good um I, I actually promote everybody so i actually tell everybody to go there and um, build a presence on linkedin because it's easy to do it now like yeah. the reward you get for um putting out content there is huge even if you get five thousand views on your post and you have 200 followers that that in itself should tell you how much 
this 50,000 um, views I got on this last post, mm-hmm. I have, I literally just crossed 300, 3,000 followers yesterday. Oh, wow. That's I just great. have 3,000. And I'm hitting these numbers. And so the proportion to that is like, it's huge. Like they reward you so much for just creating content. On Instagram, I have almost 10K followers, but my average, my average reach is, I think, 2,000 on a good day. Oh, Instagram, if you are listening, please, <laughs> you need to help Mike out. Like, what's this? Oh, like, what's happening? It's crazy. I used to get more reach yeah. at the beginning days, like when I actually started. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. I don't know how the dynamic works, but maybe my content has become bad over time. That maybe that's what they're telling I don't, me. I don't think it's to do with the content, to be honest. No, no, no. Maybe I'm not spending enough time. There are so many things. There are so many variables. But all in all, LinkedIn and TikTok will reward you for um, you just showing up on the platform because they need content. TikTok like this, people are blowing up on there every day. Like every I know day. a friend who literally said her goal was to hit um, 10K or so in December on TikTok. And she t- like she teaches how to do Photoshop, whatever, like edits and the rest. Okay. She started heavily pushing in December. She like she started in December, and I think she had one viral video in December. And every other video she has done has just taken her closer and closer. And now she's at Enki. And my favorite. Oh wow! <laughs> like the exponential growth is crazy on there, and on so platform, these platforms. Yeah. Yeah, those platforms are really good. I'm sure you know this. Like, as a digital marketer, you know those oh, platforms. No, 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 no. Are- I, I literally was on TikTok this morning. I'm looking for mm-hmm. a few people. So, I, I mean, it's a, yeah. it's a life-changing platform. You know, it's not something mm-hmm. that brands should take lightly at all, to be honest. At all. Yeah. And it's definitely. funny because we all thought it was, a, it was, a, it was going to fade out. <laughs> like, when it initially yeah. came, everybody thought, oh, this thing is going to fade out in no time. Yeah. But it's, it's definitely here to stay. Um, oh, yeah, and definitely. within even the last, I'll say the last two years, the, the stats of TikTok against Google, against Facebook. I mean, come on. I, I call I call it teenager TikTok, Google, uh, granddad Google, and uh, father Facebook. And it's like, uh, teenager TikTok is just, he's just <laughs> gone. He's gone. He's gone. Like, exactly. he's left from the two and he's gone, literally you know so exactly. um that's quite interesting to see so um to this part of the segment or this part of the segment of the um, podcast is called this or that um with some people that come on um i also ask some quick fire questions it kind of depends but um so yeah we're just gonna have uh, this or that kind of segment uh just playing a small game here and there just see you yeah your, your preferences stuff so um very quickly just a few uh let's go for an easy one uh would you go for new clothes or new phone hmm. at the moment i'll say new clothes okay. i'm actually on a project to buy new clothes right now <laughs> <laughs> and I've been That's fine. Exactly. Yeah. okay um laundry laundry or dishes Laundry, I okay. hate dishes. Like I hate, I hate. Dishes. Oh, is it? No, I love no, dishes, you, know? <laughs> you love dishes? How? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you live in just... London. <laughs> <laughs> cool, it's cool. I just, I just feel like, yeah, it's cool. let's let's watch them. <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> okay, uh, work hard or play hard? Uh, can I say both? 
no, no, no. <laughs> Come on, you can't. You gotta choose okay. one. But I get what you mean, though. Yeah, I I think play hard. Okay, okay, cool. That's play right. hard. Um, would you rather have a big party or a small gathering? Big party. Big party. Yeah, big party. If I have the final, like if I have the resources, yeah, let's go okay. all out. Like, let's all have cool, cool, cool. Okay, <laughs> um, Twitter or Instagram? Hmm, this would be tough. Charlie, Twitter makes me laugh too much, so I think I'll go with Twitter. Twitter. Okay. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Phone calls or WhatsApp messages? Hmm, phone calls. Phone calls. Okay. Like, I literally hate WhatsApp. Like, I don't like. Oh, is them. it? Like, yeah, like if it takes me on the. Like it takes me a while before I put myself in the right frame of mind to even reply because reply. it's always so stacked. So okay. if you call me, I'll just literally just pick and see you what's up if I'm available. If not, I'll call you back. Yeah. Okay. Um iOS or Android? Oh, iOS. Come on, come on. If you're something <laughs> else, I was like, let's stop this right here. Stop this right here. <laughs> it's good, it's good, it's cool. Let's you're an Android guy. <laughs> let's keep going um at a at a cinema or movie uh would you go for candy or popcorn oh popcorn okay cool waffles or pancakes pancakes hey do you know what i'm more of a waffle person but i mean yeah it's it's hey, fine this is cool. pancakes, pancakes are nice yeah everyone's everyone's quite different um would you go for a horror movie or comedy movie? Horror. Is it? Yep. Why? This, this, <laughs> no, this is scary, bro. Because <laughs> horror movies are both scary and funny. Oh. Comedy, you're not guaranteed that it's going to be funny. Ah, uh, I get your point. However, I'm still with comedy. Like, come on. <laughs> no, comedy, like, you can literally go and watch a movie. And, like, sometimes I watch a movie and I'm like, ugh. Like okay, <laughs> like it's yeah. not that funny, but why are you guys like fooling? Life is horror, and someone's head goes off like bam. You're like ah, it can be funny or it can be really scary. <laughs> <laughs> this analogy is interesting. Okay, um, when you're sleeping, fan or no fan? Fan. Always. Okay. Tell me, we live in a crowd. <laughs> I'm just asking. I'm just asking. Okay. Um book or ebook? So hard like hard copy or soft copy? Hard copy. Okay. Um let's take two more. Coffee mm. or tea? Mm, coffee. Okay. And then one more. Chicken in or papaya? Oh, papaya, of course. Are you sure? Papaya is iconic. Yes, yeah, it's a classic. It's a classic. It's a classic. It is. You let me leave that. Let me in case anybody else. <laughs> that's, cool. that's cool, bro. Let's let, let's move on. Let's move on. So, um, let's talk about the future of um brainstorm. Um, the the future of um, yeah, the future of your agency. Where do you, what's the vision for, let's say, this year uh, or the mission, um, if you can share at all, um, where, where do you see yourselves going? Awesome. So um, we actually do have um, some, like, some plans this year. They're really tactical. But for the vision, 
what we actually want brainstorm africa to do is literally to be like um a representation of african talent to the outside world so i mean yes our goal is primarily to help the davids of the industry yeah um, to actually go up against the goliath so if you have a plan um, you have like something going on we literally want to support you in any way like in all the things we do to help you upset the big guys in the industry who have taken up all the market share and are literally trampling on everybody but we really do believe that you have that potential and so we do it with all the things we do and yes brainstorm has the educational bit and then the client services bits where it's like the educational where we help um ghanian right now i focus on ghanian um, businesses to actually scale and achieve that goal of toppling mm-hmm. the goliaths or yeah. the client services where if you can't you don't literally don't have the time to build it yourself we do it for you and actually help you topple the goal so like that's literally the whole vi- uh, vision at the moment i know it will it can change um as we do move and okay. yeah that's literally where we are going and um, we do have a lot of projects um, running right now like as you know we have the community going on for yeah. Ghanaian entrepreneurs still trying to yeah. scale that up yeah um, so let, let's talk let's talk about that because um sure. for anyone who joins your twitter space i think they, they I, I mean i'm not talk, i'm not saying it for them they'll be like why is this guy on the stage who's this guy on the stage why is this mm-hmm, guy on the mm-hmm. stage and all that type of thing and then you mention about the inner circle um and also the educa- educational side of the inner circle so um if you can just talk a bit about it and also where we can find it and so forth awesome so um it's the inner circle is it was an idea suggested by you guys so it wasn't even um something i just sat in my corner and just came up with like yeah. majority of the ideas the posts i write everything is like consumer like generated like always is either a question that's asked and a conversation i have and i just validate it with a post and then it blows up and i know okay so there's something here and so we started with a podcast of actually giving value to people and it, it took off like it, it grew it top whatever charts it had to top and then people started reaching out asking for more you know obviously because at the end of the day Sometimes, yes, you need information, you need um, new things to know. Yeah. But after a point, you actually need to actually do stuff. You need to do something for yourself. And so then people reached out. They were like, they need support. They need help. But when we tried to onboard them as clients, they could not afford. And like that's okay because we do know our services are not for everybody. So they cannot literally afford um, us with their money, with whatever they have going on. But they, what yeah. they do have is time. Like they have time to learn to actually implement things on their own so we said okay what's the best way to actually help these people use their time effectively to, to grow their base or whatever it is and so the community came up um that way and we started in like august or july mm-hmm. it's a really small group i think we're like five and we're just meeting okay. um once a week just talking um and throwing some ideas around um seeing what they need helping them out and trust like their businesses blew up <laughs> like each mm-hmm. of each of them are thriving Um, a few like i think four of them are still in the inner circle i mean they are all there but one is like super busy with school right now oh, so okay. she's business on up like on hold but 
the rest of them are still in and they are still super active. Um, at the moment, we are just looking for the founding members and Jason is one of them. So um, Jason yes, joined yes. and <laughs> decided to come up and he's been uh, like immensely valuable to the community. That's fine. I know he has got a lot more to offer um, these people. And so it's an amazing community. They are really fun people. All the people on there are carefully chosen. Like they are literally people in the wait list who want oh, to join. Wow. I say this all the time that um, the goal is to have is to hit a hundred members by the end of this year. But on the wait list, we already have about like one twelve, one thirteen people on the wait list. Yeah. If you wanted to add everybody into the community, we'll hit the goal right now. Yeah. <laughs> like literally. But we are literally handpicking the beginning, the the few people at the beginning, because we want one, want to know that we can really help them. Two, they would more or less like be they have the qualities, they are really awesome, amazing people that can bring value to the community. Nobody that will come and insult anybody, look down on anybody. Like yeah. there are some things we don't want. And so okay. we are just really careful about who we are on board onto the community at the moment. So currently it's still in the really beginning phase. It's still early. And um, trust like it's really still we don't even have a landing page yet. And so all that is being worked on. And yeah. yeah, if Definitely. I feel like if you are interested, you can just DM me um, anywhere and just yeah. give me the word community and I know what to say. Yeah, definitely. I think um, I enjoy it personally because of different um, sectors in the community, the big wins, um, the weekly catch-ups and all that type of thing, and also the Twitter spaces um, and just the, the access as well to some mm -hmm. information that not everyone is privy to. Um, that's one thing I enjoy. So definitely reach out to Mike um, if you're interested with the word community, as he said, and then he knows exactly what to do. Um, so Mike, I wanted to say, Charlie, we're in, you know, we're in February, the month of February. Do you have any plans? Do you have something going on, like personally or? Oh, like personal, like any something? Like no, no, for, like for Valentine's, do you have something going on or? Oh, nah, I actually don't. Uh, whether business or personal, like, yeah, I'm just, literally just, I'm just here. I'm a single guy. So okay. I don't have any stress. Some people are here, like, they're literally thinking of, hey, Charlie, what, what do I have to do? <laughs> what do I have to do? <laughs> like, what do I buy? What do I, I don't have that problem. Maybe next year we'll try again, but I don't have that problem <laughs> okay. right now. Cool, 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 cool. I went, I went somewhere yesterday and somebody was pointing at me that I've rented out a cinema for a girl. And I was like, me? Hey. Do you know who I am? <laughs> when was this? Who she was? Because I don't know who she was. And it was, it was quite interesting. Everyone was asking me, yes or no? I said, you answer the question, not me. I'm not going to answer the question. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was quite interesting. And um, in closing, I wanted to ask your mind about being a young entrepreneur, you know, balancing family life, uh, business um, and you just yeah just being a young person in business you know sometimes you can enter certain boardrooms or certain meetings where you not per se you feel intimidated but it's like the people you could see the people looking at you like who's this small guy like who's this small girl coming to give us a pitch or something you know how do you deal with that um, in, in business and your life yeah um, trust me I feel the same way and um, because some of the people I work with could be old enough to be my mom hmm. or older than my mom. I 
I happen to have the privilege sometimes to have actually do a LinkedIn masterclass in this um the the pro group, the futures group, mm-hmm. um, on how to create content on LinkedIn because they saw that my LinkedIn was doing well and then they asked me and I was like, oh surely I can come and do that. And mm-hmm. I was teaching people like I'm the black guy in Ghana, Africa, Accra, teaching grown men based <laughs> off in Berlin, in Los Angeles. Yeah. About LinkedIn, a platform that they built. <laughs> yeah, you no, know, it's, 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 it's true. That, that's blatantly yeah. true. Yeah, it's it's intimidating, like it is, and um, that feeling won't go away. Um, yes, I suppress it all the time, but I feel it all the time, all the time. And trust, I did get the hate messages when I started creating content. You're joking? Oh yeah, several, several. I think these days it has cooled down because um, yeah, the consistency of it has showed that. But I used to get a lot of hate mail. I saw the racist comments and um, people bombing the comments with like monkey emojis and things. Like, I actually used to have people DM me and say, ah, like you, since when did you know business? When did you start, like, learning these things? Like, oh, wow. people say things. Oh, mm. people say things. And yeah. it can actually really affect your mental. You oh, doubt really? yourself, of course, yeah. You doubt um, what you, like, what you actually have to offer. I think as a young person, that that feeling will be there. You just have to know that, one, you actually know a lot more than you think you do. And one one thing I learned in the book, I've forgotten the book, like I would have referenced it. Mm-hmm. Um, they said a, a symptom of imposter syndrome, or is it a symptom? Yeah, the reason why you're feeling like you're an imposter is because you actually know way more than you think you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because if most of the time, the people who are super confident in their ability and all that actually do not know much. <laughs> Like most of the time, even the professionals, um, sometimes even Chris do, like sometimes in his talks, he's like, sometimes he always feels like, why are these people paying so much money for me and for what I have to do? Mm. But then it's all because he, he knows way more than he thinks he does. And so it could be anything. Trust, you could sell TikTok um, influencing, you could tell TikTok marketing. You yeah. can because you know it's, more than someone else does. Mm-hmm. And so, so far as you know, you have this skill, whatever skill it is, and you're curious enough. Like for me, I just play on curiosity. Most of the strategy we do, I'm just asking questions. I don't need to have or know how the industry or the economy is behaving in Jamaica. <laughs> I don't need to know that. <laughs> you know, you're making it complicated. <laughs> it's too complicated. Oh, no. Yeah. You just have to be curious. And young people who are genuinely curious. And so mm-hmm. just lean into that. Be curious. Share what you know. And just document. So what I do these days, I literally just document. So most of my posts, you see most of the time, it's just like, oh, this happened. This is why I learned. This is why I should have yeah. done better. And this is what people like. So don't try to be an expert. You're not. We're all young. I don't even call myself a branding expert. <laughs> like I don't. I'm literally still learning brand strategy. I'm still in courses. I'm still reading books. I'm always learning and I'm just sharing those learnings along the way. So yeah. take the pressure off, Charlie. The people there, they look at you. Me, they look at me, Papa, because <laughs> I show up to Zoom meetings and I'm literally like this and I'm wearing a hoodie or a shirt and they yeah. are job dressed in their formal and they're they like, they have to give me money and then they feel like, they, like why am I? Like that friction is there. Yeah, but when yeah. you come with confidence and you speak and you actually yeah. ask questions, all that goes away. Trust it, it does. 
I really, I really do appreciate your honesty, you know, because mm-hmm. you could have come on and just said, Oh, tell it, I'm, I'm doing all right. I'm doing okay. Business is skyrocketing, you know, but <laughs> you, 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 are, you, as, as people are listening, they're, they're seeing that there are ups and downs. They are the, the bad comments and the good comments, you know, they are oh, yeah. also, um, the good calls and the bad calls, you know, and so, um, Recently, I just recently I had a call, and as I jumped on with the prospect, the first thing she said was, um, "I just want to commend you as um, a black person, a black young boy in London doing business, mm-hmm. and it really um, is inspirational." And I was like, "Wow!" I mean, the call is not about this, but thank you. <laughs> I hope I find the clients the way you're talking, but. Um, <laughs> It was it was nice to just hear that you know, and I say I think sometimes I forget I forget that because also like obviously over here sometimes the the typical kind of London black boy is wearing a hoodie a tracksuit suit, track suit um, mm-hmm. maybe has drugs on him or a knife on him or something or is violent but not everyone is like that you know and I think the stereotype yeah. um, is slowly is slowly um, being taken over by black excellence. Um, mm-hmm black quality um professionals and and so forth so um it's quite good that you've added to the space as well no matter your location you know and so um i think that also tells the the people who are listening as well that look no matter where you are your content or as long as you know that your content is is adding value to something someone and your mm-hmm. you know your personal worth as well you definitely reach an audience that maybe you never thought you reach you know yeah and um i just wanted to say also in closing oh oxygen closing um if someone was listening today you know right now and they're thinking of starting a business or starting a startup um it could be in tech it could be in marketing it could be anything uh, what would be your advice to them um Hmm. I would say, I mean, there's so much I can see, right? But I know when you're starting, um, and I know this because a lot of people come to us when they're starting something because there's a yeah. nature of what we do. Um, it's like, yeah, I'm starting this. What do I do? Most of the mm-hmm. time, what they do need is just to do something. Mm-hmm. Like, really, like most of the time, they have this beautiful concept in their head and they've been flirting with the idea for months, sometimes years. And they've literally not even told one person about it. And so if you're here and you're you're listening to this and you have this idea, whatever it is, you want to start a shoe company, anything, I would say tell first tell someone about it. Like you just saying it means it makes it real. Like if it's in your head, it's it's still there. But once you say it, it becomes like literally it's like manifesting in the real life. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. first tell someone about it and do something either reach out to someone to help you out or try something and see what happens and there's i like this saying that says that there's literally no such thing as failure it's only lessons so if anything flops in your eyes if anything flops it's literally a lesson you just have to tune your mind like i've launched products i've launched um things that have flopped to people but to me, it has it just perfected what I have going on right now. Yeah. I've gone on sales calls and I've literally flopped the thing. Like, me you know, after the call, I just knew that, nah, this client is never going to call me back. <laughs> 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 but every time, you have to just take it and use it as a lesson. And so for the sales calls like this, I record every single one. 
um, whether it's in audio or video, and I play back, and I always just try to get better one percent. Like one thing, I just try to okay, maybe I start the conversation too dull, maybe yeah. I start the conversation too happy, you know. So there are so many things you can learn, but you can't learn it if you're always in your head. So if you want to do anything, you want to create content, and I like how Jason's doing this podcast once and for all, like. I know he has wanted to do it for a long time. <laughs> it's been in the pipeline, but now it's, it's coming out. It's coming. <laughs> uh-huh. So just go out there and do it. Like, just do it. Whatever comes out, it will either be good or a lesson. There's literally no way you lose. Mm. No way. The only way you lose is if you stop. And if you stop, why would you stop in the first place? Because you really want it. So yeah. just try. If it doesn't work, think what, what could be done better. Go again. Eventually, something will pick. It will. And if you're really, wow. really struggling, reach out to someone. Like, yeah. there's no shame in asking for help. Like, I'm always asking for help. Always. <laughs> always. Wow. 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 I really appreciate that. And so, to any founder, CEO um, that's starting out, or even if you just, you're starting out a small business with your passion of hairdressing or jewelry, you know, um, take notes of what Mike has said. And um, just want to say thank you so much for coming on. I really do appreciate it once again. I know you're a very busy guy. I had to go hey. through about three PAs to get you. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> and it was, it was like, Charlie, I have to reschedule again and again. And so um, I really appreciate you coming on. And um, for anyone listening, this has been Mike Lawson from Brainstorm Africa and um, he is a rising star don't forget his name because it he's just beginning and so um once again mike thank you so much and everyone listening have a great day